Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cambridge Exam Coaching, a podcast by Alexandra and Christian from CambridgeExamCoach.com. In this podcast, we give you the vocabulary you need to get a high score in your exam. Our goal is to provide you with words, phrases and collocations that you can use to prepare effectively and gain more marks in your exam. And to be clear, this podcast is useful for all exam candidates. Whether you take the B2 first, the C1 advanced or the C2 proficiency, this podcast is for you. All right then, without further ado, let's get the ball rolling. Hey everyone, how are you doing? I hope you're doing great. And Chris, hey to you. How is life? How are things? Hey Alexandra, thanks for asking. I'm doing great. I arrived in the wonderful city of St. Petersburg only two days ago. And now I'm sitting here with you in my apartment, recording this podcast. I couldn't be more excited. And yourself? Brilliant. I'm excited as well. And I have a couple of compelling reasons for that. Firstly, this is our new experience, our live in-person collaboration. And secondly, it's another episode in which we're going to talk about jobs. So what else can one desire? And today, I want to start our talk with a quote that I'm sure everyone is familiar with. It is the following. Choose the job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. Chris, do you agree with it? Ah, you're talking about the idea of a so-called dream job, right? Exactly. And do you personally believe in this concept? Yes, I do believe in what people call a dream job. For me... The definition of a dream job is quite simple. It is the job you love doing. And to make that more concrete, it is when the work you're doing makes you leap out of bed every morning because you can't wait to start the day. Mind you, it's not about fame and fortune. It's about feeling exhilarated and completely enthralled by the activity. To be honest, these days I'm actually experiencing these feelings. Working on all things Cambridge Exam Coach together with you makes me want to leap out of bed every morning. I'm super excited about our project. How about you? How would you define the concept of a dream job? Hmm, I like your definition of this concept. And I guess that for me, a dream job is uh, the feeling that you belong. This is the job that makes you feel rewarded. And it's not only in the literal sense. And what I mean is money. A dream job is also an all-consuming passion for what you are doing. But Chris, you know, um, there is always a fly in the ointment. And what I mean is the actual process of landing a dream job. Do you think it's attainable? Yes, it definitely is attainable. However, when I speak with people around me, students, friends, family members, the vast majority tell me they are not pursuing their dream job. That's quite intriguing, isn't it? Considering that we spend a great deal of our time working. It is all too common for people to work too many hours at a job they don't enjoy, doing things that don't add value to their lives 
just to pay the bills and put food on the table. Yeah, that's indeed intriguing and a little heartbreaking. But what do you think stops people from pursuing their dream job? Well, first and foremost, people lack patience. They hope to get overnight success, but when they don't see the immediate results, they feel downhearted and give up. Another reason is that people don't manifest their dream job. Hmm. Hold on, Chris. You say people don't manifest their dream job. Do you mean they don't know what they want to do? Well, if you don't manifest your dream job, it means you don't take the necessary action to pursue it. You don't show you want it. You don't take action. Mm. Oh, yes. Now I understand that. And let's be honest. It's scary to break out of your comfort zone. People are afraid to go the extra mile because it makes, makes them feel insecure. And I agree. It's a tall order. In my opinion, this transition should be subtle and gradual. And I think the best strategy is to set small attainable goals, which will eventually lead to the desired outcome. In other words, dip your toes in. Dip your toes in, indeed, absolutely. You just need to try it. Now, let's discuss another situation. Let's imagine a person has found their dream job. How do they stay committed and inspired? Hmm, that's a good question to ponder. There are multiple ways, I think. Um, what is crucial for any person anyway is the work environment because it helps you stay productive and motivated. Definitely. A productive work environment is vital for me too. Yes, I know. And you've mentioned that a couple of times. And can you expand on that? Yes, a work environment is tremendously important for me. To begin with, I need to have a comfortable desk and chair set. And secondly, I need a place for myself to do deep work. I could never work in an open plan office. There's way too much distraction there. Mm, 100%. Um, as for me, I prefer to keep my workplace simple and minimalistic. It helps me do more deep work and concentrate better, especially when I work from home for myself. You mean when you're working on our podcast? Ah, you know that. Yes, indeed. And maybe this podcast is my first step towards my dream job and me eventually becoming self-employed. And Chris, I know you've always wanted to be self-employed. You even mentioned that in the previous episode. But I have a simple question. Why? Oh my goodness. Do you have an hour? Well, people become self-employed for different reasons. And for me, it's all about building something from the ground up that helps other people move forward. That is what makes me leap out of bed every morning. How about yourself? What makes you tick? Hmm. Uh, being self-employed means ultimate responsibility for me, and I want to learn how to shelter it. Besides, being my own boss means having the creative freedom that I crave so much. So I guess I have started on the right foot. Ah, yes, I'm convinced you have. And now that you've taken on the journey to being your own boss, what qualities do you think you need to develop to become a successful entrepreneur? Hmm. The first quality is persistence. What I mean is that a self-employed person continues doing their thing no matter what. Even if the cards are stacked against them, they still go on because they know their goal. Secondly, and I've already mentioned that, 
It's responsibility. When you're employed by an organization, you have your manager or, you know, someone else above you who sets the targets, makes decisions and helps you deal with problems. But when you are self-employed, there is no one but you who takes the responsibility for the work process. Persistence and responsibility. Yes, you're absolutely right. I fully agree with you. And I believe you've got both qualities in spades. Now, in my view, anyone can start a project and become their own boss. You don't have to be born a go-getter or with some special talent. However, there are a few key personality traits that all, or almost all, successful entrepreneurs have in common. I'm not going to elaborate in detail, but I do want to name them. So we've got work ethic, deep passion, creativity, flexibility, and finally, an inquiring mind. Yes, and I do subscribe to these ideas, and these personality traits are essential. And coming back to me, do you think I have them? Absolutely. I'm sure you have them. You have a robust work ethic and a deep passion for our project. And besides, you're creative, flexible, and you have an inquiring mind. Oh, thanks, Chris. Your words are so encouraging. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And I also want to thank you for writing the first draft of the transcript and key vocabulary. Not only have we given our listeners a great deal of advanced vocabulary to talk about their dream job, but we've also given them plenty of food for thought. Don't you think so? Yes, Chris. And you haven't mentioned the PDF file with all the useful vocabulary from this episode, which is absolutely free until the 1st of March. Excellent. That's a terrific tip. All right, then. Shall we call it a day? Yes. But before we round off, I want to remind you that our goal is to help you gain more marks in your exam. So if you want to get a high score in your exam, you need to listen to every single episode we make. We publish a new episode every Tuesday, so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And what's more, we have a Facebook group where you can find daily exercises to help you prepare for your exam. There's a link to the group in the notes of this episode. Okay, and finally, if this episode has helped you, share it with someone who can benefit from it too. Also, if you want to practice your writing skills, please rate this podcast and write a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be happy to get your feedback. Okay then, that's all for today. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode 
and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish